was drinking with a friend of mine at Three of Cups bar. It's a metal yeah, bar three in of the cups. East Village. Mm-hmm. And we were having a great time. In, t- in fact, the best time. And then an open mic happened around us and it ruined our evening. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Asian Avengers. So weak. The, the, the Asian <laughs> Avengers. So weak. So, so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Got, got wow. Together. <laughs> Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You, you like opium? <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Asian Not Asian Podcast. Oh, Asian Not Asian Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about two Asian guys talk about American issues nobody gives a fuck about. Fuck it. My Why name not? Is Fumi Abe. I'm uh, one of the hosts. Uh, I'm Mike Nguyen. And uh, hey, Fumi, you went um, you went shopping, right? We always talk about this. What do you mean? You, hate sh- you went shopping. You went clothes shopping. <laughs> yeah. You hate clothes shopping. I hate clothes shopping. It's that's a. Why are you bringing that up, bro? Well, I was, I was, I think we were in the same neighborhood. You were in Lower East Side. When? Uh, on Saturday. No. No, Sunday. I didn't. I went. I ended up going shopping in Brooklyn. Oh. You fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> what? You told me you were gonna go to Lower East Side. I did shopping. tell you that. I did tell you. So that. I was like, I was walking around Lower East Side. Oh, and you think you you thought you saw me? No, I didn't think I saw you. You you're very identifiable, you little man. Oh, <laughs> you were just saying. You were just saying like we were in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I knew. I was like, okay. Fumi said he was gonna go Lower East Side shopping, and uh, remember we had met earlier that day, and we did some writing together, and yep. then I was very sick, so I went home. Yeah. And then um, I didn't know if I was gonna go out later, but I did. I went out. Uh, with Gina and we just kind of bopped around Lower East Side and I was like oh maybe I'll see you so I looked into that women's shoe store that you like to go to which one Tani Tani <laughs> that's not a women's shoe store sure bro it's you for know? men as well they have a <laughs> men's section it's, it's got like two men's shoes there and Forever 21 <laughs> they both have men's section nobody believes me so I was looking for you man I was like I was out there I was seeing if you were trying on heels and shit man yeah, I fucking hate. I hate shopping, man. Like, what do you do? You like? Sh- I love Cause shopping. because you're into fashion. Yeah. So, like, I know you bought your leather jacket from Shot. Shot. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, when you go into a store like that, yeah, do they talk to you? What's the shopping mm. experience like at a high end, high end boutique shop? Like, what is that shopping experience like? I've never been. It's gonna be something like, what's up, man? Just o- open, just right off the bat. Yeah. What's up, man? Just like, what's up, man? So, so you walk in. This they, they, they see you. They kind of give you a little like fashion nod, what's you know. Up? Like, what's up, dude? <laughs> Define, uh, compare fashion nod to the black people nod. Well, how's it different? It's very similar, actually. Is it? Very similar. Um, the black people nod, uh, that's a, that is a show of love. A, mm-hmm. a fashion a fashion nod is more like, um, don't mess with me fashion-wise, bro. You know? Don't like, mess. Because, <laughs> like, fashion people are always, like, we're always got daggers and shit, you know? Don't, like, like don't. Like you, like don't think you're you have don't think you're fucking me. better than me, bro. Ah, you know? yeah. I see, I see. And uh, so like the the it's almost like a threat. It is. And so I think when two fashion people, if two fashion people meet, the best case scenario is there's a, like an equilibrium, like a Nash equilibrium, mm-hmm. a fashion where it's just like there's just they just end up kind of respecting each other and going, okay, I like what you're doing, that don't fuck with me, and etc. And you go <laughs> but back. This and is happening internally. Yeah, and it's very fast. <laughs> it's like you know, kind of kung fu. It's like very fast. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so God you go damn. there, and then and then you know, uh, and then it's cool. And actually, if you if you get to know some retail workers, they they can be real nice, and they can help you. Oh, out they can stuff. hook you up. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, th- then you become your friends and stuff. Actually, I do know that because one of my f- one of my rich friends from NYU. This is when I was like a little bitch, and I would like. <laughs> did you ever did you ever go through like a bitch phase when um you weren't getting a lot of girls, but you had a lot of female friends? Oh yeah, dude. And <laughs> I I thought back then that like by hanging out with a lot of females, I'd eventually get laid. Mm. But it's the opposite. Yeah, you can't be hanging out with girls, dude. So, anyways, I I went with this girl to like Soho, 
who were like shopping like she's super rich she's like buying all these expensive stuff and i was just like i just i, I basically just got to do all the shitty things that boyfriends have to do with none of the none awesome of the, shit yeah it sucked man um but i do remember her like making friends with the retail people yeah. and they'll hook you up and they like knew like her and yeah. so like they gave her a little discount it was yeah. like a five percent discount which right but that's nothing. something yeah but um anyways now i'm sad now <laughs> <laughs> well that sounds like a good trip <laughs> Uh, so story of the week, uh, I got a story for What's this up? week. What's up? And um, so I was doing this other podcast, and I'm not gonna name names or anything, but you named it earlier. <laughs> I did with you, but like, I don't want to like put anyone on blast. This is it's not about this. It's not about this particular person. It's more about the whole thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I remember we were sitting there. Do we know this person? Do you both know this person? Yeah, we both know her. Okay. And um, you know, we were doing the podcast, and one of my co-hosts from this other podcast asked this female comic like uh you know would you fuck a guy with would, would you uh you know what do you think with guys with with hats and she was like i don't fuck guys with hats and <laughs> wait hold on how did this just start like, it, it would make it makes sense it makes <laughs> sense in the in the in the context of the streetwear podcast like okay. you know because guys you know we wear hats and you wear hats girl yeah. walks in what's up girl you yeah fuck yeah guys yeah with hats. <clears throat> so the girl was like you know like uh you know, I don't fuck guys with hats. And then I ha- I always have a hat on because mm-hmm. I got a shaved head and I look better, way better in hats. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so it, he was like, oh, you wouldn't fuck Mike? And she was like, well, I don't fuck Asian guys. Oh. Yeah. So, and I was like, damn, really? And uh, she doesn't even know you that well. Right? That's the thing. That, I was, I was, we had her I on our show. I wasn't <laughs> even that upset. I mean, I was like a little upset about it, of course, but I was, it was just like, this is what it's like being an Asian dude. It's like at any time someone is going to tell you they won't fuck you. Like out of the blue, <laughs> like out of the blue, like at any time somebody, oh you just be minding your own business, like read a newspaper or some shit. And the, like a girl is just be like, Hey, I'm not going to fuck you ever. And like, really? Like, Bro, uh, come on now. That is so accurate. And it's almost socially accepted. It really like is. If you were just drinking coffee, you're just minding your own hot, business. And you're maybe you're chilling with a friend. Doesn't matter what his race is or her race is. Yeah. Some couple hot girls walk by. I wouldn't fuck him. They laugh. They walk away. <laughs> no one gets arrested. <laughs> um, that's Nobody just, gets that's arrested. Just the, that's just the society we live in today. It is. It's just acceptable wow. to just uh, tear an Asian dude down. No, sometimes. I don't fuck Asians. Yeah. Damn. I mean, but, but like that. Ha- I mean, have you ever? Have you had? Of course. Right. Yeah. Of, of course. course. Of course. I mean, I wouldn't be play. I wouldn't be whipping around this Asian card if I hadn't had that experience. You I know feel what I mean? like. I mean, you know, you j- like at. Like there's a ten percent chance that phrase will come up at any time. <laughs> just just randomly up. show up. Like you know, you could be talking to your boss. <laughs> you could be talking to a bus driver. They just be like, "All right, sir, uh, if you wa- uh, you want to get to uh, Queens, um, you're gonna take the B twenty six and then transfer to the C there uh, at Fulton Street." And uh, by the way, I'm never fucking an Asian guy. And it's just <laughs> like, what what was that, sir? Why would you need to say that to me? That's uh. Anyway, so I don't even, I don't even have like a. A thing. I think the only proper response is to talk about it on an Asian American podcast, <laughs> which is what we're doing. Actually, I've always, you know, I, I, there's a similar experience with um, whenever you're in a position of uh, ready to be ridiculed. For example, I used to bark for comedy clubs. Yeah. Bark, listeners, if you don't know what barking is, it's the people who stand outside clubs or in Times Square asking you if you want to go to their comedy show. Right. We sell tickets for stage time. And that's like, not saying that's the same thing as being Asian. 
but it's you're in a you're in this mm-hmm. hot spot for yes. someone can just be like fuck off. Yes, at I any time. You. I'm at never going to comedy. Yes. You're not funny. You're not funny. It, it, it's just too easy. Yeah. Just like it is being an Asian guy. It's too easy it's to just too boom, easy. boom, boom, boom. You just kind of kick us when we're down. And yeah. and um, we would always have like comebacks, I guess. Or like I would try to come back. I would try to come up with like funny comebacks. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know if there is one for. I'm never going to fuck you. <laughs> I'm never going to fuck you. Because even when you were retelling that story to me, your face looked sad. I lo- it's a, it sucks. Sad. Bro. I and mean, it like, happens you know all the time. Yeah. You're married, but you still look sad. Well, you know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is like I'm married and so forth. Therefore, like it kind of like it, I'm, I'm out. You know, as I said before, I'm out the game, so it kind of doesn't matter. Right. But still, you know, it's just like at any time, somebody's gonna be like, "Hey, uh, you know, you got you got fat ankles." You know, like at any time, someone's yeah. gonna bring that up, and you're just like, uh, well, "You know what's crazy is anything? if you did something like that to a fat girl, Oof. to a fat girl, you it would just not be the same. Mm. Like also, it's tough because I love fat trouble. girls. So you love fat girls? I do. Um, but yeah, yes, I agree. <laughs> it's just kind of it's fucked up. It's fucked up, and I, I, we don't have a, a good retort to it. This is like I feel this is something that when I'm when I'm about to die, you're gonna have an answer. I'm gonna be like, no, you bitch, and then die, <laughs> <laughs> and then just die. Can I ask you something? Yeah. So, so when she said this to you, you were with your boys. What did they stand up for you? Because that's also an interesting dynamic, right? Is what what do other people feel when their Asian friend just gets roasted like that? Yeah. It's not even roasting. It's more of like. It's not a roast because roasts are fun. This is more like you're getting machine gun. Machine gun. It's too much. Too. I can remember. Too much. Too fast. I'm. Sh- I think they did say something. I think they were just like, "What?" Well, you know, like. Uh, but you know, I mean, this was in jest. So this this isn't even like a worst case scenario because mm-hmm. like everything was kind of like funny. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're all just kind of jesting yeah. at no, each other. So what did she say it facetiously? Or was she like, "Well, I, I don't mean, fuck I Asian guys and make a funny face with your eyebrows," kind of thing? Or was it like, "Oh, I just don't. That's just not me." Kind of no, like, I'm "Oh, I don't eat meat." Kind of like I'm that. I'm not actually even sure. Yeah. I'm not even sure. And part of it is. Uh, who she is she's kind of she has that style mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't know when she's ever being serious about something yeah but um well i know who th- i know who you're talking about and uh here's the thing does this make does that make her a bad person no it doesn't right but should it make her a bad person yes. like what's the th- <laughs> 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 like no i, I don't know what's the answer here because it's it's that weird gray area where all asian people live it's like is it as is it as bad as saying oh i don't fuck i don't fuck black guys Whoa! Yeah, you're gonna get arrested. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I don't fuck Asian guys. Half the audience is like, eh, says here that uh, you, uh, s- ma'am, says that you uh, won't fuck Asian guys. Is that true? Is that this is the officer's report says you will not fuck Asian guys. <laughs> I thought you will not fuck Asian guys. Is that correct? I feel like if you're on, uh, if you're somehow in court, the ju- half of the jury would be like, yeah, neither would yeah, I. Neither like, would I. It's deal. not. It's not a big enough deal. I mean. I don't know, that's an interesting departure. I mean, you know, I, it it is something. Actually, funny enough, my wife get, does get uh, really upset about. about it. She gets like more that? upset than me. I think Did I kind of tell like, her about the story. She, I didn't tell her the story, but she's she knows she's seen it happen. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> to me. I love that there was no need to tell the story because you've told a similar story. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, she's like seen it happen. She, you know, she hears. <gasps> she's seen it happen. No, not to me, but like you know, she's seen it happen. You know, she yeah. from uh, her other and Asian she friends. Upset. Or, yeah, she, I love that. Yeah, that's she's hot. yeah. Oh, that's why I fucking married her, dude. But it's like <laughs> that's the only reason. That's the only reason, actually. No, she, <laughs> she's she, the only one fighting for the cause. She's so she is, is you know she's 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 woke and shit, and so Asian woke I would yeah. call it. And uh, yeah, she she's it, you know it. I think the thing is is that even if you kind of 
you just learned about this microaggression. You I did. did. You just yeah. learned. Somebody, this is kind of like a. This is, I would call this. I would call this. This is medium. not micro. This, this is not too micro. This, this is medium, medium aggression. aggression. This is not like a like a you know get out of my country, hit you over the head, right. brick. This, but this isn't you know a micro you know uh, whatever. So I think I understand microaggression better now. I I read this up on it because a, we yeah. did get that review saying. <laughs> I didn't know microaggression, and I got made fun of. But uh, <laughs> on our, we got a review on our iTunes. That was sick. But what I think, I think what microaggression is the problem with it, and maybe this is something that's already been said. I just I'm new to the game. Is that you say something like that, and then they can just go, "Oh, I'm just joking." I'm just but, joking. But they weren't right. So they here's the thing: is weren't. that it's sort of like yeah, it's sort of like. It's kind of like it's you not give somebody AIDS and you're like, I'm just joking. I'm just, yeah, it's right? like, you've done it's the not, damage already. You already did the thing. I have AIDS. Yeah, you got, you got AIDS. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's just sort of like it's not enough where you want to like really make a thing of it. But it's just it's just it, it's, it's, a, it's a shitty way to start your day. You know, yeah. that's really what micro microaggressions are. A shitty if somebody says that to you on your commute, mm -hmm. you're pissed the rest mm, of the day, the and you're just, day you're, and you're sort of like fuck everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you don't want to like make it a thing because, because it's like it's not big enough it's not big enough also i would be fighting all the time we'd be, uh, we'd be constantly fighting I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, so. yeah yeah anyways Man. this is this is uh this is just the story there is no answer i don't have an answer <laughs> ask me I when think i our die. listeners are gonna want an answer you know you have a pretty well you tell tell us you can, <sighs> you guys tell us what the answer is i don't know I, I don't know what the answer is well what is the answer if somebody's like i wouldn't fuck asian guys but you have a pretty nice dick <laughs> I think you just have to show it because it's the only no. way to change the stereotype. <laughs> People talk about Asian so guy small dick. Has this girl ever seen a small dick? No, it's so, all so fantasized. You, as you as you take it out, you're like, I'm doing this for the people. I'm making a public announcement to the Asian community. <laughs> if you are six inches and above, you have to be showing that shit to somebody just, once a day. Just take it out. At work, invite somebody to the bathroom. Whip it out. Make sure it's the same sex, so it's not weird. <laughs> Whip it out. He'll be like, hey, why are you doing that? And you're like, hey, man, for the statistics, walk out of there. Get for your work done. Go home. Just do the rest of your day, you know? Oh, uh, man. Well, That's the only way. I think you're right. So you were saying that you haven't had this said to you in a while, and on Ratatouille, there's that scene where the the critic he eats the ratatouille, and then it's it's he hasn't had it. Oh, in, it's in so a while, good. So he time travels. That he like goes back to when he was a kid. Yes, and yeah. it backs up, and he's just like a seven year old boy. Yeah, so that's what happened to you, kind of. I have, I definitely have that. There is that Asian racist moment yeah. in my life. The t the the the, the time thing travel. that goes way back to yeah. like this is like the first. Well, actually, it's the first. <laughs> I don't want to say it's the first, but it was definitely the one where I was like the most, one of the most upset about One of your first uh, scars. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to fuck Asian guys. Boom. Boom. And all of a sudden, I'm five years old. It's Plano, Texas, 1985. Oh, my God. And, Take me back, baby. Take me back. And like, you know, this, this girl, her name was Dawn. I really liked her. I thought she was really cute. Um, I, 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 was, I was a horny kid. <laughs> we all were. We yeah. all were. And... Um, and then, like, uh, you know, I was, like, talk, trying to talk to her and stuff like that. And, you know, as a little boy, you're just very annoying. And she's like, leave me alone. And then her, bro her older brother comes over. And he's like, and he's like, get out of here. Go back to China. <laughs> 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 and I was like, damn, you know. And I was like, yo, I'm not even Chinese. Oh, and I my was, God. I was, yeah, that was, that was, that's my, like, that's my, like, that's, like, my core, one of my core, core racism memories. Racism moments, Damn, man. that's, you know that's where it all started. It's all started. That's the comedy. The comedy thing started oh there. Oh, my God.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Career Advice advice from from Bad Asians. Asians. Don't take this advice. Don't. We didn't go to good schools. We did go to good schools. Well, we we squandered the opportunity (laughs) after going to good schools. We went to good schools and everything was good and everyone was like uh, proud of us. And then we just flushed it down the toilet. We flushed it out. Oh, God. Uh, So much shame. So this is where we go on to uh, subreddit career guidance. We pick somebody looking for career advice, career guidance, and we give them bad advice. Uh, this one I picked this week because I found it interesting. This is typically we get a lot of people who work in corporates and mm-hmm. they want to get out. They want to do something creative, um, something mm-hmm. completely different. This is a guy who did the opposite. So this is just a little blurb. I've worked for 20 years as an art director, our dream job. It's safe to say that I'm like, uh, like, uh, did he say, okay, no, you can't. Sorry. He, I don't think he, well, he goes on to it. Okay. I've worked 20 years as an art director. It's safe to say that I'm burned out. I've been banging my head on the wall trying to find other work. Any suggestions? My skills are almost tradesman-like. Photoshop, InDesign, layout, copywriting, etc. The specificity of those skills are what is likely keeping me from getting interviews. I figure a gig at communications department would be a good fit, but everything is so damn specific as to what background is needed. I'm a great communicator, storyteller, and writer. Despite being mostly employed as an art director, I'm just lost. Hmm. So he wants to do something. Well, first of all, he's 20 years in. So this, you know, this guy's like 45 at least. Hmm. Right. So it, it's interesting because he has a creative job, but like a corporate creative job. And he wants to be, do something like less like, I, I mean, it, I mean I, it's not clear to me if it's corporate, but he says art director. And that's, you know, usually art directors are I like mean, advertising, ad, I guess, advertising or <clears throat> excuse me, like a, some brand, some right? brand. Yeah. You yeah. work for a brand and you're like doing the art there. Yeah. Um, I think but it's that, interesting. I think he Well, I think there's two barriers. Sure, the skill thing is an issue. Wait, did, so yeah, go ahead. But I think the bigger issue is that the dude's like 45. That he's older and it's it's tough to do so. It's stuff. it's hard to switch careers if you're 45, I mm. think, because you know, nobody you're going to expect the same pay. You know what I mean? There's just right. and also like who wants to hire an old guy to do like like, what if you wanted to become an analyst, like, or consumer insights, which is what I do? I'm not going to fucking hire this guy. So what? So that's what I'm saying. So does he say what else he wants to do? Does he want to become, like, a analyst or something? Because that would be... No, he get, he really just says tough. he's lost. He says he's lost. He's we got to help him. He's lost at sea. Shit. So all we know is this guy is probably in his 40s or 50s. He's He has 20 years of experience as an art director. He's got a lot of skill. He's very adept in Photoshop and design, copywriting, mm. stuff like that. There is a lot of... I mean, you raise an interesting point, and... <laughs> So when I moved here to New York, I was already 30 <laughs> and it's really hard to, you know, you're, you're past, I'm past my crazy times. Yeah. And I hid how old I was. I didn't put what year I graduated from college and I will, 
I did put my work history, but like you know, you my made most it, you made it so that yeah, you, you could have been twenty five. It looked like I could have been twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, and it was okay to hire. You know, it's okay to hire like a twenty four, twenty five year yeah. old as an intern. Yes, I was like that's okay. So you worked as an when you moved here. You yeah, that right. so I was you, an intern. You moved here. You wanted to switch careers. I did, and you started. And by, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but like yeah, I switched careers, and I was I'm, I hid how old I was to get this opportunity because yeah. you knew that if you were thirty, they'd be like, what the fuck. Yeah, I mean. At the very least, on the resume, right? You know, what I'm saying I kind of, I kind of, I kind of hit it. Yeah. And then when I got in there, I mean, I looked pretty young. I dressed pretty young. Yeah. And so like Chelsea people, Asian skin. Yeah, I have, I have Asian <laughs> skin. I would carry my skateboard in there. Dude, I feel like only Asian people and black people can do this. They yeah. lie about their age Just to get to whatever. change careers. But you didn't even do it like in a malicious way. Like I no. understand. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that I mean, this guy's probably white. Or you know what? If he's not white, I would say maybe act younger. That's advice number one. So here's so so I think that's really what it is. You have to overcome other people's biases because I think that when you're, I think when you're in your forties, you know you, it, it would be tough to, let's let's say you wanted to be an analyst or something, right? I think the biases would be you know you're not going to be as hungry as like a twenty something year old. You know if you have a kid or something like that, that's gonna be tricky. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to hide how old you are by, you know, doing different things. I think maybe what he could do, you know, like maybe he goes back to school for the thing that he wants to, to learn. Like, let's say he wants to become an analyst and he, you know, you got to take some classes in. I don't know what the fuck you take classes in Excel. Data science or something. Yeah, data, yeah, like Excel, a data science thing, yeah. right? You know, you go to whatever and you learn a data science thing. Yeah. And then when you get in there. You got to be able to overcome all the things that people will assume that you are because you're older. You got to do that. So, um, well, he's a communicator, right? So, like, you know, you, you have to present. <laughs> I want to communicate to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's all about a narrative, right? Sure, it's always sure. about, like, what is your story? So, when you go in there, when you walk in there, you have your little spiel about yourself. This is what I want to do. Um, and you, you know, like, it's like what we say with a lot of other career advice. You just start doing your own thing. So like, you know, I took on my own data science project and I did it after work. I worked, you know, a full day and then I worked after work in order mm-hmm. to do it. And I went to school to do it. I worked like, you mm-hmm. know, 50 hours, 60 hours, 70 hours a week. Uh, so if I wanted to, so if I do this, that would be cool. And I will be the first one here in the morning. I will be the last person to leave. Mm. You know, you tell that story yeah, and you can do it because you're like, hey, I'm See, already 40. my vision of this guy's different. See? Oh. It's working on me. So, you know, um, I'm... That that's the funny thing about if you work with younger people, they you know they do they don't got kids and stuff so they work hard. But there's a fair chance that on a Monday they will not come to work because they're too hungover from the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That's, I mean, there's a lot of entitled kids too. Yes, exactly. Um, I've had. Do you have underlings at your work? Do you uh, people I don't. No, you don't. No. no. Okay. But uh, but will I, you if you become full time or in your position? I don't. Really? I don't. But I've I've worked at places where there are like younger people. Because I have who, um. I have people who report to me. Yep. And I've had people report to me at my previous job. Yep. And there's something about there's something about like people who go to like really good schools and stuff. Yeah. They are really smart, but they they try to cut the corners a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? They're yeah, like yeah, sometimes yeah. they won't answer my emails and they're like, mm-hmm. oh like they'll go to the gym at lunch for some reason. <laughs> you know, I, I just like I can't I I don't know if it's because I'm an immigrant, but I don't understand that shit. You but know? like well, you're not that old, so like do you think because I would say you know, people want are quick to point to it being a generational thing. So do you think it's because you're like, 
I mean, you're not you're not in your early twenties, but you're in your twenties. In my late twenties, so, yeah. So like, not afraid to say it. Did you encounter that amongst your peers when you guys were first entering the workforce, or do you think that do you think in other words, do you think it's a young people thing, or do you think it's like, oh, mm. this is this this is crop of millennials? I mean, it's weird when you're working with other people because we like there was a class of us who started together. But, like, we all reported to the same person, but, like, they didn't report to me, so I don't really know mm. what their work ethic was like. I, right. I do know there was one guy who I worked with. Uh, he might have done something like that, but I think it just got – for him, the, his skills were different. His skills were more about pitching uh, social stuff. Right. Um, it was more, he was more of a people person, whereas, like, he didn't really like doing, like, the, you know, crunching right, numbers right, right, and right, stuff right. where, like, I didn't mind doing that stuff. Um, I think that was the biggest difference. But then, I don't know. This kind of goes back to the other immigrant thing we're talking about, but, like, the only people who don't do that – are the fucking international people we hire. Mm. They, they could be 21. They could be 35. They don't give a fuck. They will do all the grunt work. They are so fast and they're so good. And they don't <laughs> bitch. They don't bitch even once. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. These fucking immigrant workers. So <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm just uh, imagining that you're in your office and you're like, oh, you know what? I need to build a brick wall. And they're just like, <laughs> Like, okay, already well, on it. <laughs> already on it. I mean, I have a PhD, but uh, you know, if you want me to do this instead, dude, there was a girl who, dude, I was like twenty, I was twenty five, definitely twenty five, because this is when we hired her first. She is in her thirties. She has a business, like an MBA from some college in Jersey. Sure. Not like Princeton or anything, but she's right. an international student. Right. And we hired her, and she was so thankful for her job. I knew I was making more money than her. Her name was fucking Bing. And <laughs> she was so good. She was so fast. At, she, Working she, hard. she was so fast. Her her English is okay, so her like headlines were weird sometimes. Yeah. But she was so good at all the number stuff. And it's like, dude. And, I, and and then I had this other girl who like I kind of trained, but the second she like got promoted and got a little older, uh, she got a little cocky and she kind of like, uh, you know. And it's yeah. like, just when I see the, the 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 two workers side by side, it's like this is why like immigrants take their jobs because they're fucking better than you. You know, you like, gotta you gotta grind it out, man. I think effort is. A big thing in the workplace you yeah, know sure. like talent is one thing but i think effort goes a long way you that's know? uh yeah that's 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 a very asian way to think about it i think you know? so just work really hard yeah but, so with this guy yeah i mean he can come he can overcome that i would have suspect though that if he is in his 20 i mean if he's been in the workforce for as long as he says he's been there's something else i would imagine that he is you know, he needs to overcome like mm-hmm. there's it's either he maybe he maybe just, you know, needs a really long vacation. Maybe he just need mm. you know, what I'm saying like, I don't know if it's if he's getting unfulfilled from the work, if it's because he's, or of his life. Right. If he's his tired of work. Yeah, 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 his fucking kids. He's fucking kids. How do I kill them? <laughs> oh, um, I should get a new job. I should get a new job. You know, like that's, you know, a way to think about it. But but I think people are quick to say if they're unhappy with, with their life, they need a new, new job. Um, especially now because people, you know, everything's supposed to be like your life, your work is your life or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But maybe if he just needs to change something, maybe just, I don't know, maybe he just needs to go to the gym more and then right. he, he's happier there and change then other things and other then, aspects of your and life. then his, 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 his work will be better. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I have Another to. thing I want to say about this is I think, and I'm kind of experiencing a little bit of this, and I think you do too with freelancing. I think by the time you're like 45 or whatever, like you should have, or you want to have enough friends or peers who work in, in different industries where like, like if I'm 40 and I wanted to like not do like marketing or mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. and I, let's just say I wanted to get into like 
even if I wanted to go into the arts at that time, let's mm-hmm. just say I wasn't doing comedy, I was just working as a, like an NLS person, right. and then I wanted to like, wanted try to directing, like, I should have some sort of connection where somebody could hook me up with something. Right. You know, like, can I work as a PA on your movie set? Right, or, right, right. You right. know, even if it's a small scale TV production, like, I think that's the advantage of getting older because like older people don't like interview for jobs you, yeah you no that? you, you got to yeah you it's somebody just knows somebody and they yeah, get hired that's the way to do it i was thinking about that the other day like if you answer a an ad on craigslist that's like the worst case scenario you know because there's really no context you know between the two you and the person who's being who's doing the hiring uh-huh. you're just like literally strangers yeah and you don't know anything but if you it's like if you had if you had a job and you were like, well, who could really do this job? You would, of course, think about your friends or you mm-hmm. would think about your friend's friends, you know, because then at least there's some vouching. Yeah. Uh, unless the job is very specific, mm-hmm. like re- requires like some really specific skill set. But otherwise, if you know, your last case scenario would be like, I guess I should go on Craigslist. Right. It would be like a crazy, <laughs> you know, like then do, do people. Did you do that? I didn't, I've never applied for a job on Craigslist. I did actually Bonobos. That's how I got my Bonobos. Really? Yeah. I which, have which actually, was, which was actually pretty amazing. But oh you know, gosh. it's it's tough. That was a, that was a tough thing. And again, I had to hide how old I was. In. Oh my god, that's they didn't, they didn't seem really there, funny yeah. that you hid your age. That's the way. But to you do. had to. So had it's to. about like for this guy and anybody else trying to do this kind of thing. If you're older, like, like I think generally you said that you said this the best. It's you have to overcome your biases right so it's yeah. like what are like the four things that people are going to assume about me right and how do i flip that so they don't right. think that about what is me? your story about what is what are you good at what are, you know you clearly can you have a good work ethic you know what it's like to work you are hungry for it um and you you know you have a lot of other experience you know besides your whatever your yeah. your the things you put in your resume you know like, you yeah. know how to you know how to work in an office what did you do <laughs> did you like when you worked at bonobos or you're an intern yeah. did like people ask you like when you graduated and stuff because that comes up sometimes at work um <laughs> you would just well it's you, just when like did you graduate it's just like Same. now it's just like now <laughs> i mean what if if people ask me i would be i would be honest really uh i mean it's illegal to ask somebody that when you're going through the process how old they are yeah okay you're not allowed to do i didn't know that i mean it's just like you know, it, it's a discrimination. Right? I've asked that at interviews. I should, should probably stop doing that. Yeah, you probably should stop doing okay. that. <laughs> but it's it's generally legal. Okay. Uh, I mean, you can ask like what year you graduated. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you can't ask them like you know hmm, how big your tits. You know, like you don't ask stuff like <laughs> I mean, that. I'm not doing that. No, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a funny interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everything checks out. Everything how about checks them out. Titties. Let me see that areola. Um. Uh. So the yeah. I mean, if somebody, it's just like now in comedy, you know, like when people find out how old I am, they usually like their heads, you know, yeah. explode. Well, people bit. lie all the time in comedy. What's that? People lie all the time about their age in comedy. Right, exactly. You ever meet, somebody, you ever, you ever meet a comedian and like I met this one guy, he was like clearly older than me. <laughs> and he's like, how old are you? And I'm like, I'm 28. And he's like, oh yeah, same. And I was like, nope, not the same. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way you're yeah. my age. You look like shit. <laughs> That's all I can say about you. But you never know, man. You know, comedians sometimes like lead very rough lives where they're, that is true. You know, a a lot of like, heroin, like pre-heroin yeah, addicts. You're just people. like, oh, I'm 26 or whatever, and you're like, oh my god, you 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 look like an old leather belt. You know, like <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. No, I I'm honest. Whenever somebody asks me, yeah. you know, I kind of get a kick out of it. Yeah. So. Interesting. All right. Well, if you're Asian, sir, sir, shave your head. Shave your head and wear baggy uh, pants. Carry bags, carry skateboard. Yep, and then tell people you're 29. <laughs> uh, but if you're not, uh, just work really hard. That's, that's all I got for you. Man, this is bad advice. <laughs>
All right, this is the segment where we get on Asian masculinity, the Reddit subreddit. We're on this a lot. We are on this a lot. It's kind of like the root of our p- comedy podcast. I know? mean, you know, I guess this, this is where, you know, there's a lot of news and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is a g- it's just a good source for, like, shit that's happening, you know? Yeah. Uh, and this guy posted, his post is very short. Uh, he just posted Andrew Yang 2020 question mark. And I saw this and I said, who the fuck is Andrew Yang? Mm. And I clicked on his link. And he's a politician. And apparently he's running for president in 2020. Let's watch this video real quick. Whoa! I've never seen an Asian ad like that in mm. the context of politics. It's kind of cool. Interesting. I, I've never seen... Like, I can you just imagine those little, you know, those the yard... The flag flyer fla- Flag I mean, things. I see that all the time. But, you know, yeah. So. With Asian last names? Well, I'm from California. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so you guys already done shit over there. Yeah, we got, we, got, we got all sorts of Asian things i mean this this dude andrew yang he seems like a nice guy but he <laughs> his platform is vote for me and i'll give you money <laughs> so wait that I was his whole platform i i don't actually know anything about politics he, he's fighting for something called universal basic income okay universal basic income you, you've heard of it yes is an idea where the government should give every single adult um uh a basic income that's like communism. a basic yeah, I mean, it no. is... Oh, <laughs> he's going about the wrong way. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. We, we could get into it one way or another or whatever. Um, America will never go fucking, fucking go for well, it. Well, tell me everything you know about it, and then I'll tell you what I think about it. So, I mean, the <laughs> idea is that, like, if everybody has a universal basic income, then, um, you know, it'll reduce crime. It'll. Um, it's not enough where you're going to be super comfortable, so the motivation to keep working is still there. Yeah. But, you know, th- you're, you, kind of, you sort of start eliminating poverty, and you give uh, people the ability to like, you know, if you if you don't have to worry about like starving to death, you can learn a new skill. Uh, that's the idea. That's is the like idea. you take away the threat of like I'm going to become a homeless person, and therefore you're able to kind of. Like, I could see it kind of working, maybe for like the lower income people who have to depend, because that's the argument that I hear a lot, especially with like the black community, is yeah. like, oh, why do you think we're drug dealers? Why do you think we commit crime? Is because they don't, they can't. They don't got any. They don't. Get, they any can't kind get of the money. job right. because of the racism. Now no income. They have to turn to crime. It's the only place available right. for a job opportunity. So if they had some money, maybe, maybe I don't know. Theoretically, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know uh, some company. You know, some some like g- communisty European nation has I think has started to do it. Yeah. So I was gonna ask you like which countries practice this. I don't right know. Now? Probably Sweden or some shit. And it probably yeah. is kicking ass there because like they're uh, everything over there fucking works. You know. But yeah. Um. I just think this is such a big topic to tackle, but America is just too big of a country, and too many different people live here. It's for very ev- complex here. It's, it's the, too know, many different people different live here people. For, it to, to, for people to be happy. I think. I think. I think. I think, I think it was one. I think if we had universal basic income, there would be like a bunch of people who would work hard and use that money to like feed their families and go to school or learn a trade or whatever or 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 maybe in, even invest the money or something mm-hmm. and there'd be a whole bunch of people who would buy a new TV every month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Know? I mean, I guess it's welfare. Anyways, my friend fixes, uh, he puts ca- tires, uh, cars, or sorry, tires on cars for a living. Yeah. And uh, he like does it in like a pretty um, poor neighborhood and he always talks about how he, and this is, again, this is not, I'm not saying all of America does this, but he'll see a lot of people on, on these welfare checks. They mm. have like seven kids mm. and they'll come in and get like brand new rims on their like Honda Civic or something. And he's like, he's like, that's not the point of, you know, he's very, <laughs> he's very disheartened by this, the, what he sees because he knows that the, these, they live in the projects. They have no money. Right. And it's like, bro, you're going to come out here and buy new rims with your fucking check right. where you could be taking your, 
Fan mail to Applebee's or something, you know? Sponsor Dude. of our podcast. Um, yeah, but... You, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would do the same thing, man. With new rims, you got you to gotta flex on everybody, man. I know, so... No, I'm just kidding. So, I don't know, Andrew Yang. I don't know, let's, let's roast his looks. I mean... First of all, I Andrew, think if you, Andrew, if you you need a haircut. That's what I'm saying. His haircut sucks ass. <laughs> um, also, I think if you're a president, an Asian president, you put some gel on your hair or something. Like, something. You got to look handsome as fuck if you're trying to. I don't know, man. You know, like, uh, d- does he hold office right now? Uh, nope. Just going to go so. straight to president. Well, I mean, that's no longer a prerequisite. <laughs> you're, right, you're, you're right, bro. Standards. You're right. Uh, you're right. Shoot for the stars, baby. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about an Asian guy in office. Like, wh- how do you feel about that? I mean, you know. Would you feel represented? I don't know that I would feel represented if I saw an Asian guy. I don't know. Hmm, that's a good question. Like, we don't you, have the same kind of Asian solidarity that like the black community Yes, does. like, when, when I think when Obama, black people saw Obama, they were yeah. like, that's my dude. That's my dude. And that represents, that represents everything. Everything. That represents a lot. That was that a milestone. I mean, that was a milestone for America. But for like, America. But, like, yeah, if, if a dude comes up, if Andrew Yang won... I wouldn't be like, yo, Andrew Yang, man. Like, he and I see eye to eye on everything. Right. You know? <laughs> and You're right. I might not th- vote we're for all him. Like, we're all like, yeah, we're all like split up into, I don't know if that means we're racist or not racist. We're no, just it's sort not of like, a race thing. It's just, I think the, the journey. Because I identify, like Obama, I was like, yo, you know, that's my dude. Right. The journey for an Asian person is much more complicated. Uh, and I'm not saying it's better or worse than the Latino journey or the black journey. It's just it's just complicated because we didn't have slavery, but also we're not, and we you know we get jobs and stuff, mm. but that we we're still sort of held down by you know laws that used to exist in this country yeah. on like a social level. Yeah. And I feel like there's just like Asians in all kinds of income brackets, and I I just think that if anything, it's we're like more similar to white people in that like just because mm. you're white, I'm not gonna vote for you, you mm-hmm. know, like. Mm. White people will run against each other all the time. Yeah, man. You know, a- Asian an Asian straight dude is almost like a white straight dude, except nobody wants to fuck us. You know, <laughs> that's really the difference. <laughs> that's the difference, baby. Hey, thank you so much for listening to episode five. Uh, Mike and I once again forgot to do an outro, so this is Fumi. I'm doing it again by myself in my room. It is Sunday afternoon. Uh, that information was not necessary. Just a couple of plugs. One, this is exciting. We just made an email address. It didn't take very long to make, but if you guys have any questions, feedback, concerns, or just want to give a shout out, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at ANA. No, that's not true. It's Asian, not Asian pod at gmail.com. It's in the description. Uh, also, we have our monthly comedy show coming up, the one that Mike and I produced together. It's called Hack City Comedy. So if you live in New York City, please come out. It's March 21st, Wednesday at 8 o'clock at Black Cat LES. Uh, we hope to see you there. And other than that, uh, you'll hear from us next week. Thanks. <laughs>